Let's hear from the coach. This is Behind the Beard with Bobby Smirniotis, Forge FC head coach and sporting director. Now, the woman who takes us there, here's Mackenzie Barwell on the Forge Audio Network. Week seven of Behind the Beard. Welcome back to another episode. Joined by head coach and sporting director, Coach Bobby Smirniotis. This morning, you had an audience at practice, a couple kids on a field trip. How important do you think it is for kids to come see this caliber of soccer at a local level? Yeah, I think uh, beyond the the football itself, um, it's a great experience uh, for the kids just to be out. You know, it's it's towards the end of the year. There's mm-hmm. a lot of uh, excitement, you know, coming into into the summer break, and you always want to do uh, something different uh, with the uh, with the classes of. Uh, of young kids, so it's it's great for us to see them out there and just hear some noise in the in the stands as uh, as we're training, and know that uh, we're uh, we're a positive influence on them. And you see that when the, the players are coming off the field and all the excitement that they have. And I think uh, you know that's what it is uh, to be a kid. You want to have different experiences, and I think it's a great experience for for young children coming out here to Tim Hortons Field. What can you say about the importance of having that community relationship? Do you find that there? is a difference in terms of a player or sorry a team that has a connection with a community versus a team that doesn't yeah i think it's massive you have to have uh, you know your, your footprint in the, in the community you know that's in the end of the day what what we're doing you know we're we're a part of uh, of the community uh, not only right around tim Hortons field but all of hamilton and the, and the greater region around hamilton uh, you see that with our excellent crowds at the tim Hortons field the energy that they bring uh, to the pitch and then just having uh, different groups like this one just show up uh, you know on a weekly basis it also I think uh, really resonates with our players knowing that uh, yeah we're playing this beautiful game but there's there's a, lot, a group of people out there that are constantly watching us that are looking up to us that are looking up to these players and I think that's uh, the great component of when you try and build a culture because I think that's the beauty of football uh, although it's a sport it's usually something that becomes part of a person's uh, lifestyle uh, when they're not an athlete, when they're not a player. And uh, I think that's what we want to build over time. Yeah. Now that these kids have the opportunity to come watch you guys come out to practice, do you think that experience can be attributed to the CPL? Because before this, not only were players not really given a ton of opportunity for professional soccer in Canada, but from a youth perspective, now they can come out and watch. As young players, young athletes, it doesn't matter what sport you're playing, you need local heroes. Um, that's the most important thing. You know, football, soccer is, is a global game, so it's easy. As I asked uh, some of the kids today, who's your favorite player? And you hear Ronaldo and Messi. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but you also hear Becker. <laughs> yeah. Right? And I think that's the most important thing because it's great to, to watch players and see players uh, online or, or watching them play on TV. But it's a different thing when you have that feeling up close with a player. And that's the beauty of uh, of our game. That's the beauty of uh, what we have in our community. It's uh, that these young kids who are enthusiastic about the game, young boys, young girls, you know, they really have somebody that they can see mm-hmm. in live person, not only perform, but come out and watch them in training, shake their hand, get an autograph, exchange a couple of words. And, you know, that we see each and every week through little community events like this, but also in our, you know, in uh, what we do after each and every home game with families on the pitch and uh, yeah, yeah. all of what's going on. I think that's a fantastic thing that the, that the club does. And it's allows our players to know that, uh, you know, our supporters and the greater community cares about this team. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Do you feel like from a player perspective, it kind of allows them to know in person, okay, I'm making an impact? A hundred percent. 
you know, players love to play, players love to win, um, but they love the energy of the crowd. Yeah. They love the energy that uh, supporters, casuals, everyone gives them. And that that's one thing we see not only in our games, but like I say, in that period of uh, families on the pitch mm -hmm. when our players are signing autographs and it's absolutely mayhem. Uh, <laughs> right, uh, to say the, the least. Yeah, I mean, one of them asked for my autograph this morning and it changed my life. There you go. Okay. Just make sure you keep on signing away. <laughs> so I was like, who's no next? Contracts there. Who's next? For me, that even that was a day-making thing. And it was just one quick thing. So I would imagine from a player standpoint that it makes all the difference, even at training. Do you remember ever having those experiences watching soccer or at a local level where you kind of decided maybe you wanted to play or you wanted to coach yeah of course but the thing was when i was growing up in uh, in toronto uh, down in the east york area you know there wasn't really professional soccer yeah uh, once in a while we get a national team game or uh, a foreign club coming in that we'd get to see but really what you looked up to was uh, the older players in your club mm -hmm. um, so really as a young kid i can remember myself wanting to go out on wednesday nights at uh, nine o'clock in the summer to watch the uh, 20-year-olds of uh, East York Soccer Club played because I thought they were they were it. Yeah. <laughs> they, they, were the, they were the top level. But that's what I always say. It's You always need something that you can see, that you can you can feel, you mm -hmm. can get that great feeling from and say, I want to be that person in my community going forward. Mm -hmm. I think that's the first touch point because it's easy to say, I want to be Ronaldo, I want to be yes. Messi. But I think what, when you're able to, to feel that environment, and it doesn't matter what that environment is, for young players... It's, it's senior football in Canada, across the Canada, across the province here in Ontario. I mean, there's been great strides with that, not only in the, in the CPL, not only in our national team, but you look at things like League One Ontario mm -hmm. and the expansion of that through Canada. I think that's going to continue um, to drive the motivation of, of young players across the country the same way it's happened for decades and 100 years in, in hockey which has been so successful. Kids, you know, always have a mechanism to look forward, whether that's through the CHL, uh, you know, OHL and so on and up to the NHL itself. Yeah, I feel like I also experienced that playing, particularly as a kid going to the women's national team and getting to see them in person. And at one point, I think my team was on the field holding one of the banners and it was game changing for me. And I think in particular this year, there's been a huge momentum shift in in women's professional soccer. And I want to get your opinion on this because I think it was this past April, they announced that there's going to be a domestic women's professional league. What have you, from your experience as a coach and just in the sport in general, seen from the evolution of women's soccer? First, I'll touch on what you said and, and about your experience going out to see a women's national team game. Imagine you can do that each and every week Yeah, you know, uh, for a league game. Uh, I think that would be fantastic for, for the growth of the game and, and what is going on because, again, that's, that's what we need for the next part of the evolution and the development of... Right. Uh, of the game and uh, of course every strong soccer nation and when we look at the women's national team they've been a success not mm -hmm. just now but for the last decade and and, and beyond um, we need to make sure that this keeps on happening that it's not happening by by chance or by luck uh, or by a group of players and a generation of players uh, that it keeps on occurring and for that to keep on occurring you need to make sure that the structures are there through the, the League One Canada's and the women's side up to professional football. And I think that's the missing link that uh, sooner or later, I believe it will be here. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I do think that there's also a club 
for the women's league coming to Toronto. So that, that'll be cool too. I think the toughest thing is sometimes uh, people like to, to separate them and talk about them in a, in a different uh, context. But in the end of the day, sports is about entertainment. And when you watch the women's national team, when you're watching uh, the World Cup, uh, uh, different tournaments, the Olympics and so on, I'm pretty sure it's entertaining. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so it's the same thing. It's, it's bringing the entertainment value out uh, and that excitement. And that, in the end, draws the crowds. And I think that's exactly what will happen once uh, a women's league gets going. Yeah. You know, I think they'll bring the excitement to the field. And I think it'll it'll kick off from there. Maybe it takes time. A little different than the CPL. Mm-hmm. You know, not everything uh, happens uh, in one day. And there's, uh, you know, a lot of lessons to be taken from there. But I think in the same trajectory that the CPL is growing, that a women's league will grow in this country as well. Yeah. I, I 100%. It's, it's a challenge. I'm looking forward to, you know, seeing where, where it goes. But... Thank you for giving your insight on that. Perfect. What's next on the uh, What's next on the agenda today? Not a whole lot. Booking flights work. for Friday. Some video work inside. This has been Behind the Beard with Mackenzie Barwell and Bobby Smirniotis. If you like what you heard, please like, follow, subscribe, comment, and share.